Hey, there you are. Sorry about that. <laughs> Having some technical difficulties, but uh, I am here. I'm going to bring on Rich uh, right now to take over why I try to get my technical difficulties ironed out. So flying Rich, and I'm bringing on uh, Joe 13C. I, okay, hello. Oh, there we go. It's, it seems to be working fine now. Imagine that. Okay, we are brought to you by Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market. But before we do that, let me just do this. Sorry, I'm so discombobulated here. Whatever. But it is what it is, right? Monday. From the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside Dude. a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Yes, we are here on Monday, and it's been a tough Monday already. Oh, my goodness. I drove back from uh, Delaware, where I might be, uh, I guess, a... I guess a temp, uh, not a temporary. I don't know what the hell. I, I might be just one of these part-time residences in Delaware. We are brought to you by Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market. Am I damn? What the hell? You know what, guys? Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Banners. I don't need banners. Okay, we are brought to you by Tuscan. I have no idea why the hell nothing else is working here. Do you guys see like a chat or anything, Rich? Uh, Do I see what? Hold on, I got it. Uh, technical difficulties, like I was saying, Tuscan. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet! With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. And Black Swan Media Group, we can get awesome hats like this. Black Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. also brought uh, broadcasting to utreon utreon is a really cool place that's all i gotta say uh we have rich on and joe from 13c media how you guys doing good real good how about you uh <laughs> kind of discombobulated but <laughs> it is what it is it's it's a monday so i've been traveling all day so Whatever. From, right. from crumpy compound to crumpy compound. Well, it's not. It's still under construction, but yes, uh, 
the uh, eastern front, the eastern compound. I don't know what we're going to call it. Maybe the eastern compound. I, I thought home it was of the, the Crumpy Navy. Navy. Yeah. It's the home of the Crumpy Navy. Um, basically, for you guys that don't know, there is a beach in Delaware called Lewis Beach. L-E-W-E-S. And uh, I... Well, I will once it gets done building. I will be. I will have a beach house. Nice. Um, so I'll be spending my is, is there going to be a, a crumpy submarine? A crumpy? The hell are you talking about? Well, oh, if, if you got a navy, you got to have a submarine, right? Um, no. A yeah, submarine okay. would be cool, but I'm pretty sure those are probably a little bit on the pricey side, even for a personal sub. Don't have one, but you could always just intercept one coming up from uh, South Mexico, America and right? <laughs> commandeer it. One of the drug cartels. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, the drug cartels, man, they're crazy with some of the crap that they pull off. I don't know how they pull it off. Probably the most badass thing I saw was uh, one of the DEA agents. He jumps from the the DA boat onto one of these semi-submersibles and like starts pounding on it. I saw that. <laughs> you one. see no, that was, video? Yeah. Was that a DEA agent or was that a Coast Guard guy? Coast Guard, somebody. Yeah, I mean, he that was just badass. This, yeah, this dude just went 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 ham and just went <laughs> off on it and started pounding on it. That you is gotta wonder awful. if they were just in there clueless that you know there was a boat next to them or not, and all of a sudden they hear somebody banging on the door. Yeah, so this wasn't a submarine. It was basically a boat with like a two-inch waterline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they only they have a low uh, cross section for like radar and stuff, so that you know generally with the waves and stuff, you really it's Pretty really much. hard to pick out. So weren't, only weren't a, they, a foot or two st- stick up out of the water. Were they trying to buy like a uh, North Korean submarine or something like that? I don't know. A while ago, I think I remember. I I, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, it was like. Well, I know at one point they 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 actually got their hands on like some kind of German U-boat, an old German U-boat, and they used. Are you those, serious? Uh, yeah, the boat, uh, the uh, the fins or whatever they were got stuck in like plane up position, and they couldn't go back down, and that's how they caught that one. You're, you're not talking a World War II German U-boat, are you? I mean, like some kind of old like Could, German submersible, like from thing. the dust dev- boat. Yeah, yeah. One, one of those the where they packs. can only stay underwater for you know half an hour, an hour or so, because you know they had to charge their batteries and then diesel to run the rest of it. It was with snorkels, and this was a while ago. This was this was during like the height of the Pablo Escobar thing. I remember hearing about that. Uh, Swamp Dog says it was a Russian sub they were trying to buy, and the guy they had the money. Oh, ran off with the money, <laughs> dude. I mean that's a. Uh... That's a little bit sketchy, especially with those people. They don't really mess around too much. Right, right. I don't, I don't want to give away how to build a submarine cheap, uh, but there are ways. Dark probably knows. Dark's probably going to be doing a show on it. Like, I'm going to be building a submarine live. <laughs> F and there's actually, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. there. You know, there's just things that are, are, you know, you can talk about, but I don't want to give anybody ideas or methodologies on how to do things. But why not? I don't care. 
I do. I'm not. Okay. I would. Unless a cartel wants to give me a lot of money, then I'll give them the plants. Then then we got a deal. All right. Or or any random FBI agent because I don't have a dog. By the way, if you go to Utreon uh uh C slash C slash John Crump Noob, I think I'm streaming live over there. Are we? Can we check? Well, did you start your shrink or you gotta start it? Uh, I was doing something else at the time on Utreon. I, I didn't know if you're multicasting to that, like to my Utreon and your Utreon. It should, but you just need to start it. So All Utreon right, is a, kind of a cool program, a platform over there as well. Yeah, you can actually show things that were 3D printed on Utreon. Yeah, we're not going to do that right now, though. And, and that may eat Pez dispensers or this kind of Pez. Okay. All right, so let's get into this. Joe, who the hell yep. are you? Um, I am. I, I don't. I, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm just. Um, that. That's a complicated question. So I've. I've been. Uh, in one way or another, I've been involved in the two way community uh, since shortly after I turned uh, turned eighteen. Um, I really started getting involved about when I was twenty one. Um, in one way or another, I've been to, you name the amount of rallies I've been to across the country. I've spoken at quite a few from our, you know, local, you know, local level here, county, uh, state house, um, spoken with, uh, representative, you know, in between representatives and senators at some, at some of these events. Um, I've got a YouTube channel, 13 C gun reviews. Um, and then, uh, last year, um, I just totally got fed up what was happening here in my county. I'm in Northern Indiana and, uh, it was just, they, it, it, the past couple of years, they tried to pa pass a, uh, anti-shooting ban and anti-gun ban, all kinds of just weird stuff. And this isn't, this is a pro-gun county, it, you know, relatively speaking is it, it is a pro-gun county, but it's one of those kind of purplish counties. It's not really red. It's not really blue, but it's definitely a pro-gun county. Um, you know, Northern Indiana, regardless of what side of the political spectrum you're on, pretty much people, you know, like the second amendment. And uh, anyway, I just got completely fed up. So last year, um, I I decided to toss my hat in the ring to run for county commissioner. And um, uh, after I got through the primary, um, I really I really applied myself. Uh, started going to absolutely everything I could, um, getting out, meeting people, um, spreading the word, um, and uh, and and really put together a good platform that I could run on that was based on our local issues here. Um, everything from just absolutely crazy, you know sideways deals like um uh, we had a large property here that set on five acres on a main main state highway um massive uh probably twenty five thousand square foot all brick historical building wound up selling for fifty thousand dollars at auction to a single bidder oh shoot <laughs> the, the land alone for five and a half it was about five and a half acres right on <sighs> the main main state road i mean the land alone for that land is you know, 70, 80 grand worth of uh, value in the land. So, so you think there might be a little bit of corruption going on there. So, so I, I took a lot of these things and just before the election, uh, they tried to buy a property uh, for, for PPE storage. Um, oh, uh, right, right in, right in the downtown area. And this is a property that was sat on the market and didn't sell uh, for two and a half years. Um, the day before, uh, the county uh, motion to put a bid in on it. They took it off the market and then they made an offer. 
county made an offer on the property for, I want to say it was $40,000 over the asking price, the listed price that was there for two and a half years that it never sold for. Hmm. Holy shoot. Right. Yeah. So I, um, I took what video skills that I had and, uh, I went out and I made a couple of videos, um, you know, standing in front of these properties, explaining to people exactly what had happened. And, uh, and, and they really got it. They saw it, they understood it. Um, I was able to communicate to them and, um, uh, LaPorte County. All right. There you go. There you go. And, um, so, uh, yeah, so I wound up winning. Um, I was outspent 12 to one, uh, by by an opponent, a, uh, a, just a Democrat machine assembled. Um, I ran Republican and a Democrat machine assembled. They outspent me 12 to one. Um, I had good support in the community. And if it wasn't for those grassroots efforts, you know, there's, there's no way I would have won. I mean, this is a guy who was entrenched in the system, uh, massive, uh, massive uh, support from the, um, from the, uh, from the media as well. And, uh, you know, at least the local media, if you can call most local media here that, um, and I was able to win. So there were a couple other, uh, good folks who wound up winning as well. Um, and, um, we've been, we've been giving them hell nonstop. It's been, it's been a battle here, um, to try and keep them in check and keep them from doing what they were doing. Um, it's been rough. Uh, but I think overall we're having, making really good progress. We've, you know, already we've saved taxpayers money here and we're exposing stuff, you know, every month of, of what's going on and, and getting things fixed and at least giving, um, giving a little bit of support, especially the county employees. Cause you know, you, you have county employees. I fought, they fought me tooth and nail on a, uh, getting a, uh, a whistleblower protection ordinance passed here in the county. Really? So se- several years ago, there was uh, an issue here where, um, uh, they, they completely repealed the county ethics ordinance. Just all of it gone. <laughs> well, did they say why? Thing. That sounds kind of a weird thing to <laughs> repeal. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a weird thing to rep- re- repeal. Um, <clears throat> they repealed it because it was going to be used to 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 go after one of the uh, Democrats who were here at the time, um, who's wound up. He didn't run again. He wound up passing away. Another, of course, another establishment person got in his place. But um, it was uh, it was pretty bad. So. Um, Things are getting better, uh, but yeah, we're if if you live in northern Indiana, you've probably heard of some of the stuff that's going on right now here in this county, and we're we're fighting them tooth and nail, trying to get things better. I I think it is. I think the the average person is starting to wake up to exactly what's going on here, and and really really realize what's happening. Because and none of this would be possible without social media, right? None of this would the 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 papers don't. Uh, recently, um, so for those who don't know, for county, there's three county commissioners, and the three county commissioners basically are the executive and legislative uh, branches of county government. And then there's also a county council, which has seven members. The council is the uh, fiscal body. They, you know, they are the ones who either say yes or no, you can't spend this money. Uh, so, so there's there's two other commissioners than you. Yeah. And are they Republican, Democrat? So there's one, one, one Republican and one Democrat. The one, Demo- uh, the one Republican uh, that actually ran with on a similar campaign platform has completely gone 180 degrees now uh, and is siding with the Democrat on everything. But, but uh, that's how it always is. It's, you know, all Democrats thing- are Democrats and all, all rhinos are Democrats. I he's, mean, it, he, uh, just- he's a rhino. That's, that, that's, that, that's a hundred percent where it is. And, you know, when, when, 
I looked at, not that I was a big Trump guy um, by any stretch of the imagination, but when I look at what Trump said he wanted to do, whether he wanted to do it or not, I have no idea. But when he said, you know, he wanted to, yes. When he said he wanted to drain the swamp, I don't think, I can't imagine, because I know what I'm going through here at the local level of trying to clean things up here. I cannot imagine, you know, we've got, uh, you know, a couple dozen different department heads, um, you know, a number of elected officials. And of course the elected officials, you know, you can't, you know, one elected official basically doesn't have say over another elected official. Um, but when I look at, you know, how the size of our County, um, the number of department heads, number of employees, all these different things. Right. And our, our 99% of our regular County employees are great people just trying, trying to do a really hard job. Um, but when, when you look at, the difficulties that I'm having in draining the swamp here, you know, our local swamp, which I didn't even realize it was anywhere near this bad. I thought there was just one or two yahoos sitting up there on the commission, letting this stuff go. And I, I didn't realize just how bad it was. Um, but, and how deep some of this stuff ran, but I look at that and then I try and look at doing it on the national level where you have, you know, how many hundreds, if not thousands of different department heads, right. All these different appointed positions, um, you know, a workforce of, you know, 100,000, you know, whatever, 80, 100,000 federal employees. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how one guy can, it, it it's going to take an insane amount of people to get voted in to fix that. And it's not going to work by voting in your establishment people. You got to get people in there who are new, that are fresh, that have no other political aspirations, who just want to do the right thing. And man, that's hard. That is hard. Yeah, it really is. And I don't I think it's more than just Indiana. It's uh everywhere. Oh it yeah. seems like um and I think it's always been this way, just no one's really paid attention or had the means to pay attention, but now the world has changed. Yeah. And, and yeah. people can see what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, by the way, if you guys like corn pop, you can always go to crumpy.com, popcorn, and support the Cub Scouts. Nice. Um, so, Crumpy's a den mom. Den, den leader? Den what leader. <laughs> den mother? Well, we, like, we don't really have, we don't really have it. Well, we got one den mother, I guess you can say. So, Joe, I mean, not, not like I'm your best friend or anything like that, mm -hmm. but have you been interested in politics all the time? I mean, you talked about Second Amendment stuff, and mm -hmm. I know you're big big on the Second Amendment. Yeah, local uh, – I never really paid I'm, – I'm one of those people, and I was 100% guilty of it up until you know two or three years ago. I never really paid much attention to local politics. Um, yeah. Especially – And that's the problem. Yeah. And yeah, and that, that's a huge problem because all these things are going on and you just don't realize it. And, yep. and, and for me, um, this is the first time I've lived unincorporated in an, uh, in an unincorporated part of a County anywhere in the nation since, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. since turning 18 anyway. Um, I've always lived in some sort of city, so I never really paid much attention to the County level and just how much the County, regardless whether you're in or out of the city, regardless of how much, how important it is, uh, to pay attention to politics, both if you're in a city, in your city, and then at the county level. 
Because uh-huh. what happens in the county doesn't just affect what goes on in unincorporated areas of the county. It affects the entire county. And of course, what happens in your county then is used as a template and a thing to say, oh, they're doing it in this county. They're doing it in that county. And there's several things that that um, that I fought against this year because like, oh, well, they're doing it in this county. Okay, well, it doesn't make it right there either. And um, it's it's... It can be frustrating at times, but it can be good because because the work of the, the work that I the general work that I do that doesn't involve political stuff um, as as uh, as county commissioner work it, it is rewarding. It's it's pretty cool to actually help people. And, you know, if you have you have you have folks who will call the office and they'll ask different questions, put them in contact with the actual departments that they need. Um, one of the things that letting letting especially government employees, because I've been in the private sector all my life and letting them know that it's OK to do their job that they can do their job. And if it doesn't make sense, you don't have to do it that way anymore. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, we had um, shortly after taking office, I went on one of the local uh, uh, radio things here. They call it sound off. And it's like Mondays and Fridays. It's like a 45 minute segment after the new news on one of the local radio stations. And, uh, and, and this lady called up and she asked about getting a deaf child sign for her neighborhood. Um, and she said she'd been trying for three years. And, oh you know, no, no, yeah, no, I'm trying for three years. And I just, I could, I was okay. Well send me, I figured there was something more to it. Right. I figured there, there had to be something to it. If she's been, you know, trying to reach out to people for three years. Um, so I gave out my email address and I said, you know, send me an email, um, you know, with, with the particulars, the address and everything. And, you know, and, and, uh, and I'll, and I'll get right on it. And, uh, anyway, within, I think it was 27 hours we had signs up on her street uh, for deaf, deaf child signs. And she, you know, her, her like entire neighborhood wind up calling and sending me emails like, how did you do that? <laughs> like, okay, it wasn't hard. I just, you know, I forwarded the email onto the highway department and said, hey, there's a deaf child at this address. We need signs up on this street. I said, okay. They went out and norm. I, I told her it was, you know, it'd probably take you know a week or two because normally you have to do sign locates and stuff. But where the signs were located in relation to the house, like the the already the street signs there, uh, for I don't remember one of them was like a uh, a speed limit sign, another one was another one. They were able to just take the two signs and bolt them to two street poles that were already there, and it's just, unbelievable, right? <laughs> so there was no like it's a national wildlife preserve for the you know nope. some nope. special species and you couldn't do the sign. Nope. It, w- it it was a hundred percent. She reached out to th- this was someone that was in my district. Now county commissioners cover the whole dis the whole county, but if you're uh-huh. in your district, you have to live in your district to run in your district. Um, uh-huh. So anyway, it was in my district, and she had reached out I guess a couple of times to the commissioner who was in there before me, and he just never. How do you not just it pretty simple, just forward the email on or make a phone call? Um, wow. Yeah. And it's there, there, there was another issue here recently where um, um, uh, we have tornado sirens all across the county. We've got like 90, roughly 90 tornado sirens spread out across the county. And we were getting reports in. I was getting reports in that there were um, uh, sirens that weren't going off. They're, they're tested once a month. This, Saturday of the month at, at, at 11 o'clock. And um, I was getting reports and, you know, I reached out to the EMA folks and they're like, oh no, they're, they're self-testing fine. You know, they're, they're like, okay, well, I'm getting way too many reports. These things aren't, you know, nice obviously, job, something, Rich. obviously something, yeah, yeah, obviously something's not going on right. So, uh, so I told him, look, you know, get out there, go, um, you know, 
test these sirens and you know go to each siren and actually you know you can growl growl them as the term on site get your guys close the office down for a day you got laptops you got phones you're meant to operate mobile go out for the day because we were in between two different sets of pretty bad storms one that had just hit one that was coming up the next weekend get out there get them all tested this week i said close the office you got voicemail you got computers get out there in the in the field get them all tested as it turns out there were 12 that weren't working and but they self-tested fine because the self-test box is just only really means the signal is getting to the top of the tower it doesn't mean that from that spot on the tower to the actual device uh, itself that makes you know that makes the sound the siren itself and then there's also a motor in there that'll turn the siren in a circle so it actually makes you know gets 360 degree coverage it's little stuff like that and the, and 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 the, and the ema director was like you don't care if we do that i'm like you don't, you know meaning you know you don't care if we close the office for the day i'm like no get out there in the field, do your job it's okay you know go ahead and um yeah so little stuff like that right i mean and it's stuff in the private sector you scratch your head like how is this how does this happen and most of it is you wind up getting some people in there who are total micromanagers and they either don't do their job or they only show up once a week so it's just it's so bizarre it is so bizarre and i think i'm changing things for the better here you know people are people are expecting more now and and they're getting more and so i, I got like a dozen questions